Hi, welcome back to another episode of Another Bourbon Show. Uh, tonight, we're going to be drinking another uh, whiskey that is provided by our good, dear friend Ryan here. Uh, tonight, we're going to be drinking some Frey Ranch. You may look at it and think it's pronounced Fry, but supposedly it's supposed to be Frey. I don't fucking know. Um, here's what I can tell you about Frey Ranch. Uh, they are an Oregon distillery, and they are really similar to Stumpy's in that they grow hey, all of their grains. Hmm? This bottle says Nevada. Oh, is no, you're right. It is Nevada. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Fuck. Son of a... <laughs> I apologize. For some reason, I was thinking Oregon. But, hey, I'm wrong sometimes. But, in any case, what I do know for a fact is that everything that goes into their bottle is from their farm. They grow all of the grains. The water comes from their, uh, from their ranch. Uh... The yeast probably doesn't, but let's be real, that's hard. Um, but Frey Ranch has done a really great job of getting to a very broad audience with that same approach that Stumpy's has taken, uh, but Frey Ranch is a little bit more established. Um, so that's what I can tell you about Frey Ranch, uh, but you got to tell me about the the bottle, the proof, etc. You, you can, yeah, Ryan. well, it's actually pretty cool here. Um, it's a four grain mash bill harvested on Frey Ranch. If you can actually see right here, I know it's hard to see. It's the um, it's the total mash bill uh, broken down. So sixty six point six percent non GMO corn. 666, huh? Six six six. Ten. I mean, you know, Nevada people are gambling. Who the hell knows what happens out there? It's probably a suburb, right? Degenerates. They're degenerates <laughs> here at Frey Ranch. Ten uh, percent winter wheat. <laughs> Just listening to a man lose his job live on the internet. (laughs) 11.4% winter rye and 12% two-row barley that is malted on site. The alcohol percent is, uh, it's only 45%. It's 90 proof. And this is batch number four. Uh, The bottle also says, be good to the land and the land will be good to you. And, uh, yeah, it's got like, you know, all that info there. Um, you can see right here, the cork it's FR, and then there's the, uh, the ranch. And then the cork itself is also, it, it's like a few ounces. It's heavy. You know, if I punched you with it, you would definitely feel it. So, I mean, you could hear, so it's a pretty cool bottle. It's heavy. It feels like it's five pounds and this is half full. And it's still that heavy. So it's a cool, it's a cool bottle, I think. Steven, what do you think? Well, uh, you know, I think it's a cool, it's a cool label. Um, now this gets into kind of the debate where it's, do you think that the logo, the symbol above the label itself is part of the label? In this case, I think it does. I'm going to include it. I think it's right on the line though. To me, it's like, it's right there with like maker's mark. I think most of the maker's mark stuff, it's a little high that stamp that they do to include that in the label, but I'm going to include this one. I think it's close enough. And that's the, the best part of the bottle to me. That little symbol that they have, the furry ranch, the FR. And yeah, right it, here. it's almost like something you see on a really fancy like wrought iron gate for at like a at like a mansion or something like that. Um to me that looks cool. To me, it's like um it, it sets the bottle apart a little bit. But I will say, even though that looks cool, 
it does have some quality to it. Like Ryan mentioned before, that's kind of industrial look. That's kind of like that overall, it's becoming more of like a reductive, like just kind of generic look in bourbon that a lot of stuff is going to. So I think that takes away from it. It's nothing to do with them itself. It still looks nice, but I'm going to give it a six out of 10. I feel like a couple years ago, if I would have looked at this, it might, it might've got a seven, but I just feel like, again, no fault of its own. There's enough other bottles kind of looking like it or doing this kind of overall look that it does take something away from it. But I still think it looks nice, and uh, I like the bottle. I will say this, too. It it definitely distinguishes itself because um, there's, like, ridges here. Um, there's a ridge here. Uh, and then, you know, it, it's, it's very distinctive. Like, if you didn't um, – and it's heavy. So – the bottom right here is it's actually pretty cool. The three, uh, three cylinders right there. So I think the bottle like looks I nice. I can't rate, yeah. I can't grade the bottle, the, but, but I know that's what, nice. and that's, that's what I was saying too. Like, like the actual label itself, you know, is what it is. The bottle is what separates itself from, from everything else. Yeah. Well, I think it's a really cool bottle personally. Um, I think like all around all like take everything into account. Um, the actual label itself a little bit cluttered um but like that that fr symbol with the fucking homestead to me that's really cool that like instead of industrial i think that that i got more of a rustic feel like like i'm wondering if that's like the wrought iron that's on the gate when you enter fray ranch right i bet it's something like that and i do agree with you that that part's rustic i just think that that part with the label and and sort of like the typeface and everything. Oh, gotcha. That, yeah, I think that, that contributes to an overall industrial look. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Um, but yeah, so I have not had Frey Ranch. I've heard that their rye is freaking fantastic. I've heard good things about their bourbon, but I haven't tasted either of them. And uh, so I'm excited to to give it a give it a try. And yeah. you said it's and ninety it's- proof. It's 90 proof, and I guess from the info on the bottle, there's uh, 1,500 acres, and it's been in their family for 165 years, the land. Wow. Yeah. So they so, stole so it from the Indians and have had <laughs> it since. I guess so. Come visit us, they said. It's right. You can see the Sierra Nevadas right behind it, I guess. We could do a, uh, a, cool, a cool tour. Go there, smoke wagon, and then see our buddy Connor in Utah. Ah, fuck Connor. Yeah, I was I'm looking for the, rest the last part. Yeah. 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 Two out of three. <laughs> well, uh, what do you say we jump into some Frey Ranch bourbon? Let's do it. Do it. Cheers. 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 It smells like the weeder. It does that, smell a lot like the weeder. Yeah. It's got that sourdough smell on smell to it. I was going to say that. It's a little sweeter, though. It's like that, but a little sweeter. A little citrusy. Yeah, more more, more earthy, too. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, some hay. No cow piles, but... I'm not usually, like, vanilla guy, but I pick up a lot of vanilla, too. I think that's the sweetness. Almost like a French vanilla. Definitely get some cherries, too. Yeah, I'm getting the vanilla. I'm not getting much cherries. 
j- yeah. just me personally. But again, my sinuses are kind of fucked up. Yeah. So. <laughs> And shout out to my buddy, uh, my buddy Chad got me this bottle, so he was excited for us to try it. Is it readily available up there? You know, I personally have never seen it uh, in any any of my stores. Uh, I haven't really looked for it, sought out it, sought it out after. But uh, he gave it to me down in Dallas, Texas, so I guess it's okay. available down there. I'm not really sure about here though. Yeah, I don't think it's available in Illinois. I think it might be available in Missouri, but I don't. I've, I don't. Know. I've seen it a few places. I think. Okay, and I know yeah. you can get it from Sealbox. That I know a hundred percent. I think it retails oh. around fifty. Yeah. As yeah, between forty and fifty is what I'm my understanding. What's the, the bottle itself? This? Is probably like twenty five bucks. It's forty five percent ninety proof. It's uh, this this might just be a product of the fact that we've been drinking a lot of high proof stuff. But I feel like my initial impression is that for as much as I like the nose, the taste is completely different, which is not exactly, not necessarily a problem at all, but then it goes away pretty quick. Yeah. My first few sips, I was like, and again, it's not necessarily bad, but I feel like I could chug this. But again, could be nothing to do with this and more to do with, we've been drinking a bunch of, you know, cast drink stuff. So it's really sweet up front to me and then gives way to like some cinnamon and some baking spices. Um, as much as it smelled like the weeder, I get none of the same flavors personally. No. Um, but I get like a hint of banana even like, um, so it's like for me, it's like super sweet up front. Like there is no sting on my tongue, my cheeks. Nowhere is there a sting. And I like gave it a big chew, right? Like I left it in my mouth and just kind of like let it roll around. No sting at all, which makes sense at a 90 proof. And that's all super, super, super sweet. And then like as I swallowed it, what was left was like a cinnamon followed by like a hint of some banana and then some other flavors that I haven't picked out yet. Um, and then a very, very, like no hug. I got no hug. And not a whole lot of a finish. Maybe some of that hay earthiness still. And it's been like two minutes since I drank it. But none of the caramel or vanilla, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with yeah, most agree. of that. I think that to me, the first impression I get is on the nose, it's a lot like spirits of French lick the weeder. And then on the initial upfront taste is a lot like a slightly stronger, better version of Penelope. Yeah. Like two comparisons. But better much better than penelope right yeah this is what penelope should taste like their higher end one (laughs) that that makes sense right yeah or their lower end one with the based on the proof you know yeah because it was what their original one's just 80 proof 80 i think yeah what was what was the higher end one 120 or something like that that's right i couldn't i'm 
I had it bag right. I thought it was lower. I, I've got it over here somewhere. I thought it was like 105 or 110. Yeah, that's what I thought. Hold on. Let I me mean, find out. Because, I mean, compared to that one, you definitely get much more on the palate and what's well, a 15% difference. You can really knock someone out with this bottle, dude. Jesus. And I don't, like, this is a bottle that will fall off a shelf and not break. Like, it's one of those few ones that you could actually, they they don't just find the cheapest glass manufacturer around, which is nice because some of the stuff you see in the markets, like paper, just any, any time it touches something. Yeah. Okay. So the Penelope four grain, the low end one is 80 proof. And then the four grain barrel strength was 115. Okay. 115.2. Got it. So there's those. But yeah, so like whenever I, like I want to go back to like me saying that there is like I got zero hug. Second, second sip, still zero hug. Like warmth gets to right here and then it just goes away. Just disappears completely little, for me. You get a little baking spice and then it's. Yep. Poof. Now I st- now I still Wait, get flavors Usual on suspects. my tongue. <laughs> What's the line, Stephen? You know all the lines. Not a, the biggest lie. The biggest suspects. lie the devil ever said was convincing people he wasn't real, or whatever. Come on, I fucking hate usual suspects. Maybe I hate is, you. Maybe this is a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> How do you hate the usual suspects, dude? <coughs> um, I shouldn't say I hate it. I just it's just one of those movies that I feel like the people who haven't seen a ton of movies gravitate to it a lot. And they're just like yeah. it's such a good movie. It's just that. It's nothing to do with the well, movie. I played uh this he, is probably like a month of Steven's month above ago. that. Steven's above, above that. But a couple weeks ago I played uh, Dan has an entire TikTok devoted to shitting on people <laughs> on yeah. bourbon, but I say one thing Fact. about one movie. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> Who wants to go first? You can nominate me or nominate yourselves. I don't give a shit. I'll go. I'm going to do a 7.4. I think that this is a, a solid bottle, and I want to I want to give it a good score, but I'm having a hard time giving it anything more because I just feel like every time I take a sip of this, although it's pleasant, I just feel like it's not super memorable. And uh, unfortunately, like I... I can't really say much else about it. The The nose is pleasant. The initial palate is pleasant, but it lacks a wow factor and it's gone quick. And I don't know that I could recommend it at 50 bucks. I feel like there's so much that you can get for that, that price. Um, but, but I still think it's good. And if you're curious in it, it's well worth trying. So I'm gonna give it a 7.4. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a six point nine. A little bit underwhelming. I think the price point is high. I think the proof is too low. Um, not that they, those correlate with each other. I just feel like if it was at a higher proof, we might be able to get a little bit more after. You know, maybe on the on the on the finish. There's no hug. You know, there's a good smell of you know bananas and vanilla and, and cherry that I picked up. But other than that, it's just uh, yeah, it's just you know, it's all right. I can drink it easily. There's no burn, like you said, Stephen. It's just, you know, is what it is. I could drink this all night long and be happy. Honestly, it goes down like water. 
which is good. You know, there's a time and a place for that kind of whiskey, but uh, at $50, no way. All right. So I was trying to find the price and yeah, it's 45 to $50 is what I'm finding. Um, and I, I'm going to go with the seven one, um, seven one, because everything that both of you guys just mentioned, uh, I do really enjoy the nose. I really enjoy the flavor, uh, initially the complete lack of a finish or minimal finish would be fine if it were 10 to $15 less, but it's not. And I get that it's, you're kind of play, paying a craft distillery premium. I understand that. And for that, maybe $10 less and it would get a higher, higher score. Um, but I really do. I, I love the nose. I love the flavors when it's in your mouth. But as soon as it's, as soon as you swallow it, it's just gone. It really is just super fast. Um, so I don't know if they could fix that with a higher proof. I don't know. Um, but then you change the proof and you never know what that's going to change to the flavors, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's a good product. If they could produce more and therefore charge a lower price, then I think it would get a much higher score. Um, I do feel like the glass, like the bottle itself. Like, have you held a, one of these bottles before? No, I've not. I, I no. feel like the bottle itself is expensive just without anything in it. Like, well, I, go with a I feel like, less expensive bottle. Yeah. Lower the price a little bit, save yourself five bucks or save the customer five bucks. And then it's a little bit more fair, I think. Um, yeah. So that's, that's where I stand. And yeah. So seven, one, I was really looking forward to this bottle just, from holding it and looking at it and I thought it was it looked awesome but it you know it's good and, and that's kind of just it well here's the thing and this is this is an important thing to mention right now a 7.1 a 7.4 and a 6.8 nine is that right 6.9 those are good scores like that's for our rating system that's a really good score it's not that it's bad no it tastes it's a really good pour. It's a little bit lower just because we don't know that it's worth that. It's the value is there. What's missing is the value, not the flavor. So what you're saying is this is kind of a, a slice of life bourbon, which is, Fuck, I don't be, know. I'd, it's going to be a shame have... because I'm going to have to cut all that slice of life bullshit <laughs> out for the, <laughs> they're not going to have any idea. <laughs> that is one of my there i have two favorite roles that brad pitt has ever been in and that's one of them i think he just loved i i he just kills it in that role in my opinion um, can you take a guess at my other favorite role 
Brad Pitt has ever been in. Burn after reading. Fuck. <laughs> yep. Of course. He, yep. he was great once upon a time in Hollywood, but in Burn After, just him chewing gum and looking like a total <laughs> idiot in every scene. Like I, I him I've on the treadmill. <laughs> oh. oh my god. <laughs> 